Welcome back to episode two of Mostly Ghostly. I'm Matthew Fisher with Ray Booten. And today's guest is David McDonough. Hello, David. Hey, how's it going? How are you doing? Doing pretty good. Ray, how you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. I like it. So, uh, David has came into the mix through film. Dave uh, worked with Boombastic Films. He wrote and directed a film called Groundhog. Yes. As well as worked on other things, but I'd say Groundhog's probably your creme de la creme of the film world thus far. I've known David for five years. Um, Ray, how long have you known David for? Oh, like maybe since, two or three? Since Insomniac, so about yeah, five years. Insomniac, so five yeah. years, yeah, about yeah, five yeah. Years, yeah. I got lost in time. So, uh, David, what um, what interests you about the paranormal and, and, and tie-ins and such? Well, it goes back to when I was a kid because it runs in my family. Okay. Um, my mom, my grandmother, my aunt, um, even like cousins, like like it branches off to even cousins. Um, all are sensitive, and uh, was my mom referred to it as like being a, a male witch or something like that? Um, oh, a male witch, like a warlock? Yeah, something is like that. that yeah. Is that the appropriate term for a male witch? I think okay. Sometimes, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they they would uh, do automatic writing. They would do like Ouija. My grandmother would do Ouija boards. Yeah, and they've we've all they've all had ghost experiences down the line. It even goes up to my nephew now. Oh, really? Yeah, he sees stuff all the time. He knows stuff that we never told him. Hmm. That uh, only dead people would be able to tell him. Like what? Uh, Anything, for example? Or? Um, he knew my grandfather who died in 2001. Yeah. He, uh, we call him Bud. His name was Frank, but we'd call him Bud, and his other um, grandchildren call him Bubba. So um, my brother barely even knew that they called him Bubba. Yeah. Like, I knew that, because I, I used to hang out with them all the time. Yeah. Uh, so he was, like, saying, he's looking at the wall, and they're like, who's that? And I'd be like, oh, Bubba. Mm. And then, like, we, that, this would be my mom and we're babysitting him. Right. And then he'd look at a picture of my grandfather on the fridge and say, Bubba. And then they'd be like, how did that? Joe probably told him that. I'm like, Joe doesn't even know that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I could be a naysayer. Yeah, go for it. And I would say, <laughs> Bubba could be Bubba. Drinking Bubba. Oh, like a... Well, but. He's, this, he's, he's but. for Bubba. <laughs> oh, is he? I still drink a Bubba. <laughs> um, no. Nah. Um, yeah, you know, do you think that, so, like, uh, that, you know, being able to kind of, that would be something passed down, or? Well, for me. Yeah. Um, I used to see him in my, like, mind's eye in my dreams. So Bubba? I, yeah. Okay. But I used to consider him a guardian angel. Right. And now I think it passed on to him. Yeah. Cool. So, but yeah, yeah, I don't know, it's just, um, it's in the blood, I don't know. It's yeah. Just, we've just all been like this. Yeah, I, I I'll agree with that. Um, I know that in in my family, if you're talking about child and even uh, one of the children, even a grandchild, they've been able to see and say things. Mm -hmm. And my mother comes from a place in Europe where the belief was very strong, mm -hmm. and I think it is passed. I think it is passed down. Uh, can be passed down. It depends upon whether you embrace it, you recognize it, or you shut it off. Yeah. I and mean, my grandfather, I don't know if I ever told you, my grandfather used to have dreams that would, like, come come to fruition oh, later. Yeah, like my uncle, 
my uncle Jimmy, uh, he had a dream about him getting into a boat accident, like almost dying, and that happened like a oh, week yeah. later. And yeah, a bunch of weird stuff like that. So yeah, it's true. I wasn't trying to throw shade on yeah. Wes. We all we all love Wes. <laughs> I guess it's like I've never I've never had anybody tell me to shut it off. Yeah. Because when you get older, you see, like you probably have people saying, "Oh, there's no such thing as ghosts." Mm-hmm. But I've always had people say. Ghost, 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 ghost. I've never known to shut it off when I got older. Do you think it's possible to sh- shut something oh, yeah. like that off? Yeah, oh, yeah. Just it, close your mind type deal. Yeah. I think it's uh, not only possible. I think some people do it. They do it inadvertently. They get so wrapped up in the world, and whether it be politics, their job, this, that, the other, and that's what their focus becomes. They stop blocking everything else out. Yeah, it's still there. Yeah, but they have they've closed themselves down. Become very physical orientated world orientated yeah. and they don't see beyond that and yeah. they have unknowingly blocked it all off yeah. and I know when you were younger you kind of I don't know if you want to get into it you don't have to I know you had like a medical condition where you almost died yes do yeah. you think I kind of think and I, we've talked about it before that when you get that close to the other side you get more enlightened as well yeah that's why I like I get the whole mind's eye thing and yeah like if I see something going on over here I take a picture it's there do you remember, like, the first things you kind of seen or heard that maybe got your interest in thinking something was, uh... Even back to when I was... My memory clicks on it, too, because yeah. of the surgeries and all that. Right. I almost died. Clicks on it, too, like a like a, a recorder. I can remember uh, all the way back then. At two, I, I can remember being in my crib and seeing something come out of the wall. Okay. And go back in. That's huh. one of my first memories. That's weird. That's kind of like the story in the first one with the hand. You know, I had a little hand when I was younger. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, to me, it looked like a goblin. But interesting. Yeah, it came out of the wall and went back in. I don't know what it was. Though. At least it went back in. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know. What I mean? It came yeah. out. Of, it came out of my clock. Yeah, oh really? Clock, yeah. It's trying to teach you timers of the essence. <laughs> yeah. Now I got a question. Do you? Is it primarily visual view? For me, like, um, well, we'll get to it later. But mm-hmm. for me, it's right here. Um, I can hear voices too. Um, I've never really. I. Instead of, you know, some people can see, like, physical manifestations, mm-hmm. like, full-bodied, like, he'd be, like, one, and, like, I could see him just like I see him now, and he'd disappear. I see it in here, and I can tell you all the details and stuff, and that somebody like Matt might be able to see it, if it's really strong, physically, and then I can tell him what it was doing, like, yeah, we'll get to that later. Do you see, you hear, do you feel anything? Yeah, I, I'm an empath, so, I, yeah, I can feel whatever they're feeling, whatever you're feeling, whatever you're feeling. If you're crossing over into the area of, uh, let's say, seeing the dead, mm-hmm. and you're getting it from multiple sources, it might not just be empath. You may be a medium. You're just a conduit. You can connect back and forth. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'd, I'd consider myself a medium. Have you ever played with a Ouija board? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. What, what came of that? Um, nothing came of it for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but we bought, me and my friend went in to buy it like half and half. Yeah. So he kept it at his house. I never got to keep it at my house because we used it. That doesn't sound too half and half to me. We used it, and then his sister started seeing stuff, so she freaked out and like threw it away or burned it or something like that. Yeah, I had a weird story. My where my uncle and his girlfriend, when they were teenagers, got a Ouija board, and they asked it some questions that they didn't like the answers to. So they they tried to burn it in the fireplace. And story goes that it did not burn. It just screamed and screeched in the fire. (laughs) So, yeah, and it's always weird because the Ouija boards, uh, I don't know if they are to this day, but they're always found in the, your your, to- your kids' section at Walmart, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, in the toy section. Well, primarily is, you want to say goodbye before you throw it in the fire. Oh, is that how it goes? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that being a problem. 
It's interesting. The, the fact that something like that would be in a, ki- a children's section, like a tool to speak to the dead or a, a demonic thing, do you think that is like a... Uh, something that was almost set up by like a, a negative higher power, Probably. like the corporate, cor- the demon devils that work the corporate business that said, "We'll, we'll get the children through the, okay. these toys." I always see, assume the billionaires who are like ninety years old and live yeah. in like robotic machinery and stuff just want all, us all to die. They do, and they want yeah. the souls. They they make deals with these, <laughs> these demons. If they take the children's souls, they'll give yeah. them everlasting life type deal. So the fact that we survived childhood means we like surpassed the next level. We came, yeah, we came from a childhood. <laughs> Ray, Ray, probably more so. As a, the, the further you go back, the more harder and harder and harder yeah. it was. Now the, the worst thing is your iPhone not being charged. You know yeah. what I mean? But outside of that, that's the ghost. When you see that that flashing battery, there ain't nothing spookier than that flashing battery sign. I think. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I don't know. I don't know that that's in the that's, mind of a teenager. Okay, in the mind of a teenager now, yeah. But there were there were a whole lot of things even way back when a lot scarier than that. Oh yeah, even today, you know. But so, um, do you remember any of the uh, the Ouija board experience? You didn't get the Nothing. use it. You just you didn't well, get to use it. Period. It once on Halloween in the middle of the street. Ah, I like that. That'd be making a great scene for a movie. Would you guys try? Who'd you try and contact? Anybody. Just that, anything yeah, happened? Nothing happened, and then I guess his sister was touching it and playing so, it, and she just freaked out. Well, I've talked to you before, but I'm a believer, and if you're looking for something, it won't show itself. But yeah, like, you gotta, when you well, lower your like, guard, like the sister would not have any expectation, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then it goes after whoever's like the weakest. If it's like malevolent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever gotten in with some Ouija boards, Ray? A long while ago, and um, did not like the experience because it was very negative, yeah. very creepy, and I did manage to dispose of it. Would you like that to comment would. on what was creepy <laughs> about it? I was a, my my when my uncle when I heard that story, I was always afraid to mess with it, and I grew up in like a really religious house, so like. The de- like that's why the Exorcist and stuff, you know, is I consider the Exorcist to be the, one of the most scariest movies ever made, just because of the theme of it. Oh, that is you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so like that that whole thing of, you know, my family it would be like they'd be telling me as a young age if you play with that thing, demons will come into your house and like you know what I mean? It's stuff you don't want to hear as I a kid. You guys got the religion thing too, you know? Yeah. So. Which isn't yeah. always helpful. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Like just because it's there doesn't mean it's going to protect you. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so I never really had any Ouija, but you were starting to say, Ray, you were starting to say something or don't, don't want to go there? Uh, well, on and off, it, with me, a lot of things started happening when I was about four or five years old. I yeah. Had, that was one of two near-death experiences for me. And the other one was at 17, where I actually did die and was brought back. But on and off during my life, I've been heavily involved, and then I turned my back on it and got involved mm. in the world. Then I got heavily involved again, sometimes on the dark side, and then turned back. When I went back to the Ouija board, it was in a period of time where I was, I would say, vulnerable mm-hmm. and not doing very nice things. Right. And what came through was nasty. Mm. And that's when I just decided, oh, no. I mean, I, I shut it down. It, what, it did do one good thing. Mm-hmm. It got me to reevaluate my life and go back to... Um, looking at things from the positive side and learning more and yeah. studying more and doing more and it basically scared me into it yeah 
Well, it's very important. You know, you learn things from it. But it's, it's kind of like, yeah, for several days afterwards, if you're talking about sounds, you're talking about images appearing, mm -hmm. a host of different things, and it's like, oops, stop. Right. That's it. That's it. Stop. Yeah. I'm, shut, I'm shutting this thing down. <laughs> yeah. Our I bell. I don't wait as long anymore if yeah. anything pops up or decides yeah. to attach. It's kind of like, no, we're, this is this is over now. you got to get rid of it quick, yeah. Are you familiar with Art Bell? Um, it's like a uh, spooky South Coast. Had his own radio show. I know he was, he was always, uh, he had, I think, one experience with a Ouija board, and he would never, like, never talk about it. Like, people would call him up all the time, and he would never get into it. He was so creeped out by it. You know? No, whenever you, I mean, it was a case of whenever there was a reflective mm -hmm. surface, anything at all, could be just a metal, anywhere at all, and you take a look, and there's something in that shiny surface right. standing back at you, and it's like, that ain't a shadow. And then you look somewhere, and it's like, nope, 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 this is a well-lit room, there should not be a shadow in that corner. <laughs> look at that. It's like, no, 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 this has got to stop. It's like Captain Howdy and The Exorcist, which I, if I remember correctly, she plays with the Ouija board in the beginning yeah. of the movie. Yeah, she comes through Captain Howdy. Yeah, yeah, so. What a great name, too. It's horrifying. I mean, because it's, it's just it's so tricky, creepy. Yeah. yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's a, ch a children's game thing. Mm -hmm. So when you said that you were you dabbled you, and you pulled out and then you went back in, was there any, did you get any type of special failings or anything of uh, the fact that you left and then came back type deal? You know what I mean? Uh, the like a welcome back type thing or like, uh, you know, uh, being angry that you left? Any, any sense of, you know? I would probably say that it was awakening and a welcoming when mm -hmm. I went back. Um, on the positive side, I would say that for spending some years dealing on the negative or dark side, yeah. there were and attachments and some still attempt, mm -hmm. if, you, if you will, to either turn me or attach again. But uh, I'm firmly on my walk this right. way. And yeah, that ain't, that is not going to work. Yeah, I think people don't understand how you know the human mind and the living soul is is more powerful. I think than these things. So, even even if they're attacking you, like I think that as long as you get the right mind frame, you could go th beat it. You know what I mean? You're you're stronger than it is. You know what I mean? Almost like a, you know, almost you know, like for lack of a better example, like it or something where like the clown, where like if you believe in it, get, that's where it gets it, and you're afraid of it, that's where it gets its strength from. Yeah, Freddy Krueger, yeah. And Freddy Krueger, <laughs> yeah. I did, I was watching it, I, I showed Hockett the other, the reboot of it the other day. I he, ne it. he never seen it. Uh -huh. And we've seen the trailer for part two and it looked really, really good, so I said, eh, check it out. But, um, yeah, so you also did music as well, which I know intertwines into, um, the main kind of theme subject we'll talk about. We well, did some touring, right? Didn't you go overseas? Not overseas. I, was. I know you. The music was overseas. Yeah. I was gonna, uh, you know, and it was your heavy metal, with which kind of sometimes brings negative energy yeah. with it. Do you happen to have any, any related things that were music, just musical wise, before we get into like the rehearsal thing? Um, it's definitely being in like a death metal band really doesn't right. bring like good Every, stuff everybody yeah. being crazy and everybody yeah, really it's glamorizing it. like a Satan like even though they're not Satanists, they yeah. glamorize that Satanist yeah. thing. If yeah. you have the tendency to be dark, even yeah. if you don't really truly believe it, mm -hmm. I've seen someone flip out and try to kill himself multiple times. Yeah. And I there was a psychic that predicted it. 
So if you if you're in that mindset, mm-hmm. it's gonna it's gonna get you because it's like you want it and you give it attention. Yeah. And it feeds into it. And that's why I always, you know, I would sing death metal, but I'd be like, hey, how's it going, guys? Right, you know? right. I always kept in the right mindset, but there's other people that are like, Satan, Satan, Satan. Yeah, I never, when I first met Dave, I, I never understood how he could survive in that world because yeah. like, they're, they're all, Dave was always a nice guy, sweet guy, and every band member I've ever met, dude, is like a dickhead. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, you don't even want to <laughs> deal with them. You know, yeah. they got these, they're, they have weird egos when they shouldn't even, you know, have an yeah. ego about tying their shoes and like, yeah, but it was, it's weird. But yeah, I always figured there'd be a lot of negative energy within that oh, yeah. crowd because they they thrive off the negative energy. Like, that's the only one where like the only kind of culture where being you know beaten down is like cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like the more destroyed of like you know what I mean? Like the more destroyed you can be as a human, the better you are. Like is like exactly binging, uh, talking about killing people. And stuff. Exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, there was a. Well, we'll pop into uh, the kind of the main theme of it, which is, uh, you know, a haunted rehearsal space at Hanson, is it? Hanson. Hanson, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, We won't name what it's called, but I think everybody... (laughs) It's not called anything anymore. Is it even a rehearsal space anymore? I think there's one crazy guy who they they let in there to play drums, but that's that's a little bit, yeah. He might not even be doing that anymore. Nobody told him it was over. Oh, he knows, yeah. Yeah. uh, That place place (laughs) collects lunatics. Yeah, I bet <laughs> back in high school I used to go there because yeah. I knew a lot of band dudes like that they'd, they'd go party in there and rehearse and stuff. But uh, how'd you get involved with the place? Um, I would say in 1999, 98, mm-hmm. I was uh, in, a, in a basement practicing with my friend's band who went on to do their own thing and stuff. But uh, one of the guitarists left and he wanted me to be in his band as mm-hmm. a singer and stuff. So in 1999... I joined his black metal band. That's probably the most... Even worse, yeah. The darkest, like, <laughs> yeah. type of music you could ever have in your entire life. But um, the studio... Uh, the studio goes all the way back... I guess it was a... They, well, it was a porno set in, uh, really? in the 70s. Yeah, because they have different rooms and stuff. The first film community of Massachusetts. Yeah, it was a porno, <laughs> porno set. So there's a whole bunch of rooms. There's rooms inside of rooms. Yeah. There's the, there was a whole part... That I didn't see for like maybe like five years. Yeah. That, that it was boarded up and there was a whole section of the place where like there was a hot tub. It looked like a 70s porn set. Right. And then it, they say it was like a, the Ocean Spray Factory at one point and a little girl I fell in the mixer. Oh, really? Uh, they also said that people lived on the third floor, the attic, which was blocked off. Of course, you know, I'll tell you about that in a minute. Yeah. But, um, but uh, they say that people died in a fire and my friends took videos and they saw like demons in the basement and the family all burnt up cooking oh, in the kitchen. Oh, shit. And, uh... Now when you say cooking in the kitchen... Yeah. They're not cooking dinner. They're, well, they were, yeah. Oh, okay. Wow, so you meant, like, smoking. Cooked. Like, they're, they're, they're still with... smoking, yeah. yeah that that sp- takes incredible uh, self-discipline to be able to cook dinner while burning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how you see that. them. You don't see them like us. You see them, like, burnt. Yeah, the way they were. Yeah, on the camera and stuff. It's a weird... Why do you think... Because certain people, when they see someone who passed, they'll see them as they were, but then there's other situations... Where they'll see them, where they're all messed up. Do you think it's just a matter of how they died? And like, yeah, and I think that's whole, strictly the reasoning. Or? A whole family destroyed by fire. You're gonna yeah. see them like they're destroyed by fire. Yeah. <clears throat> you could also be looking at if someone comes to you and they want to present to you to make contact, mm-hmm. they do so in an easily recognizable form, mm-hmm. uh, a best form. If you take a family that's burned mm-hmm. and it's traumatic, that energy and that trauma is still there which influences how they're going to present and how they're going to be seen. Mm-hmm. The, the, 
the death energy or the, the type of death will yeah. have a big influence. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's interesting how you'll see, you know. I always wondered if it was something within the within, you know, the spirit of the, the ghost or whatever, if they could show whatever side of them they wanted to. So maybe Dave see oh Dave's friend seen the burnt one, but if somebody else stepped in maybe they'd see them cooking regularly. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Or if they're related to the person. Or if they're related. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because then, you know, you'd want to comfort. And not scare them off. And yeah. not scare them off. This place, this place, I would say, is like a vortex. Mm-hmm. Anything that bad that's happened there is, like, recorded inside of it. And it just, it stays there. Yeah. Like, forever. Um, I don't know. You ever seen The Haunted of Hill House? The show? The show, the new no, show. No, yeah. I didn't, not well, yet. It's like everything that happens in the house, all the deaths and stuff, stay there. They're, right. like, trapped. Yeah. Um, it's like a trap for spirits. It's a shining, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anything bad that's ever happened there, uh, was it going back to the, um, I'll start, man, so many. I know, it's so <laughs> I guess the, I'll, I'll start with stories I've heard and then I'll go into what I experienced. Yeah, we'll slowly yeah. start because we can always yeah. bring it back. So we'll try, yeah. we'll start and just get the whole story in, you okay. know what I mean? All right, cool beanies. So this, like, imagine all these people dying, imagine, the owner yes. was a pedophile. He went to jail for it. He supposedly killed kids and stuff. But Yikes. He never got went to jail for killing kids. He'd kill hookers. Yeah, they'd be there. Um, oh, yeah. The kids were there. Um, but he died, and he's there. Did he die in the building, or? No, I don't think so. So you think that it brought him, it pulled, all that energy pulled him back in? Yeah. Right, I see you nodding your head. You think yeah. that's how it goes? Yeah, I think there's enough intense energy there and the acts that he did mm-hmm. that uh, he didn't release, so hmm. to speak, or cross over. He just got pulled back to where he committed. Yeah. That's very he's, interesting. He's locked that was his business. That was the place where he, he, kind of, he dwelled. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's almost like he's trapped in his own personal hell. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of that's what I always imagine hell to be like for people like serial killers and stuff. You know what I mean? Like a maniac, mm-hmm. Joe Spinell type take. Um, yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy that they would pull you back in. I, I like that concept because then there is that kind of, there is that revenge, you know, the, yeah. the satisfaction. Yeah, them. you know yeah. what I mean? He definitely does. Yeah. Um, but I never even thought of that. That's cool. So, going back. So, um, so he would do that while other bad stuff happened there, obviously, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, okay, first one. So there was a security guard there one night. Mm-hmm. And there was a staircase to the attic because the attic was, my first few years there, was blocked off. That mm-hmm. was a no-no spot. Right. Um, there was a board on the top of the stairs. So there was a security guard there closing up for the night, and he walked around to the side of the building where the recording studio was, right here, and there was a bathroom right there. Yeah. So he was walking down this, this ramp, and he saw a little girl with pigtails. Hmm. And she ran up the stairs, and he went to look for her, and she was gone. And he got so scared. Yeah. When he shut out the lights, he got, he got so messed with. That he ran up the ramp, didn't make it through the hole of the door. His head went through the wall. <laughs> and when the owner opened it up for the day, like the owner who wasn't the guy the who owned the place, the, the guy who ran the place. Yeah. When he opened up for the day, he turned on the lights and the guy's head was in the wall. He's like sleeping. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he was knocked. Oh, he knocked himself yeah. out? Yeah. Whoa. That's a good cartoon. <laughs> yeah. A Scooby-Doo episode. Yeah. Um, then there was, an, there was another security guard. Well, that security guard quit. Yeah, I can imagine, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, actually, I'm blending two stories together. A band person saw the little girl. Okay. The, the other, the security guard got messed with another night. 
Mm-hmm. I ran his MOI. I mix him up. Um, there's another security guard, Kevin. Kevin would wear Daisy Dukes. Oh, boy. He was an openly you know, gay okay. man. He'd wear, uh, not openly, he wasn't accepted. Like yeah, a, back yeah. in that time, yeah, yeah. openly was different. Yeah, but he'd yeah. wear Daisy Dukes and flannel and stuff and boots. Yeah. Daisy Dukes and boots. And work Daisy boots. Dukes is an interesting touch, yeah. And work boots, yeah. And he was the hard-ass to all the band members and stuff. Yeah. He didn't like them. Um, Kevin, one day, well, I was like well into like being there and stuff. I wasn't there this night. Mm-hmm. Kevin overdosed on a whole bottle of aspirin. Like death overdose? Yes. He lived the across security the, guard? Yeah. He okay. lived across the street. Yeah. But he would play around. He was really close with the pedophile guy. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder if he found something he wasn't supposed to find. Maybe. You think so? And they, like, yeah, there could be a whole lot. He mm-hmm. would play around in this metal shed behind the place and stuff with the, yeah. So he lived across the, across the parking lot. Yeah. Of house, and he died there. But then another guy, like a band member guy, tried to get in there one night. And uh, there was, you know, there's a door and a door. Mm-hmm. So you get through one door, and then you got to be buzzed into the second door. And there was like a glass window. Yeah. So he goes in, he gets through the first door, and uh, he sees um, Kevin in the window. And he's just staring at him. <sighs> just staring at him. And Creepy. he's like, come on, Kevin, let me in. I know you don't like me. <laughs> I know I know we've had our differences in the past, but I'm just trying to get in and practice. Yeah. And Kevin just stood there and stared at him. Yikes. So he left. So like, oh. And then he goes back, and he goes to the guy running the place, and he goes, um, Kevin wouldn't let me in last night. What the hell's up with Kevin? And then uh, the guy's like, dude, Kevin killed himself like two weeks ago. Yikes. Uh, yeah. Just the staring there. Like, there's nothing creepier yeah. than just staring deadly with no no, no speaking. Yeah, just in that window. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, if he hung out with that dude, he probably did find know something or found out yeah. something he didn't want to know. And they hung out all the time, you said? Yeah. Because that other dude was, like, super into fucked up shit, if oh, I remember it. correctly. Yeah, like, we'll, multiple levels of it, right? We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, another thing correlating with Kevin yeah. was that we were in the basement practicing once because we would bounce rooms. Mm-hmm. This is my second band I was in there with. Um, uh, we're in the basement, and one night we were practicing, and my drummer's like, let's practice with the lights off and the strobe light on. <laughs> and I'm like, that doesn't sound like yeah, a yeah. idea at all. So we're doing that, and then uh, it was like a, a series of events. Mm-hmm. The one that I experienced was it was a baby doll. They hung a baby doll from the ceiling, yeah. and it was dancing. It was like rocking oh, back and shit. forth like that. Yeah. And I'm like, and then my my bassist looked at the looked at the door, and he's like, <laughs> and I didn't see anything at the door. And then uh, my drummer, I was behind my drummer, but not enough to touch him. Yeah, he's like, I'm like what? <laughs> you want? And then and then we stop and it's it goes who was that guy who came in during practice to watch us the door didn't open at all yeah who's that guy because he didn't know Kevin right. never seen never met Kevin Kevin was before his time and uh, we're like what guy and then uh and then my drummer's like my drummer's like did you tap me three times I'm like no no and then sure. he's like who was that guy he came in to watch us and then just didn't say anything didn't do anything he just stood there and. And then uh, we're like, what do you look like? He's like, Daisy Dukes, work boots, and like flannel? And we're like, ah, oh, shit, that was Kevin. <laughs> yeah. So when he killed himself, was it on the property? It was across the parking lot. So I wonder if yeah. he was sucked in yeah. because yeah. of the involvement. Uh-huh. Yikes. Okay, they'll get you anyway. Um, there's a... Uh, well, I mean, like, yeah. I think he might have been a dude doing bad. He either yeah. he either stumbled upon something bad... Or couldn't live with himself. Or he yeah. couldn't live with himself yeah. doing bad things. And yeah. if he did those bad things like that dude, 
the energy would have sucked him back in after he died. Yeah, so for his own hell type shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. The high energy will draw a lot in from surrounding areas, particularly if you have a war, uh, particularly if you have a vortex. But even if there isn't a vortex, you just have that concentration, and then you have that person that let's say committed suicide. Mm-hmm. It just pulls them right in, and they become part of that. Well, if you want to call it haunting, that's part of that place, trapped. Do you think, like, um, the guilt of knowing would be enough to pull him in? Or do you think you would have to have some type of, he was wicked, he was a bad negative energy himself to be brought in? It could be the suicide itself. He could have known something. Um, we don't know what he was like inside his own head. True. And that, that can also do it. Or you also, sometimes it's people that just, when they go to pass, they don't want to let go of this world. I mean, once once they cross over, once they begin to cross over, yeah. they look back, and the world is so locked into this physical world that that spirit hangs around here. It doesn't take the next step. It doesn't keep going. It gets locked down here. That the draw of that energy could have locked him right in. Well, that'd be weird, just for the fact that if he was going, he'd killing himself, right. you'd think he'd be ready to, you know what I mean, move on. Um, if it's a, uh, if you're killing yourself, in a, which is Unnatural. I mean, it's against every instinct. Right. And then you actually die, and there's the trauma of it. Yeah. And you're right next to this high energy place you used to spend a lot of time in, it's kind of like. Yeah, all of it. You're, yeah, pull, you're pulled right in in that moment where you got all that turmoil going on. Yeah, there is, and there's a lot of second guessing. Like I said, yeah. I watch a lot of weird videos, and <laughs> sometimes people try to get themselves out of situations after they start. So, like, it's just a moment of, you know, clarity type thing. But yeah, I wonder if he was involved or if it was just you know. Probably brought him. Yeah, I mean that's. I wonder what his back his background was. He was. He was. Um. Because getting a security gig at that place, that place has always been shady. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I almost feel like he wasn't a respectable individual to begin with. And especially if he's hanging out with that dude, like, you can't hang out with somebody a lot and not know if they have something up like that. I know more, I think, because we've talked. Ray is going to learn more about the madness of this building as uh-huh, we go, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, crazy, you know, weird. And the pedophile thing is, like, horrifying, you know. And if you're bringing kids there and killing kids, like, I can't think of any other, you know, situation that would create that bad energy more than, you know, the humiliation and defiling of a child and then killing them. Holy, that's a lot. That's a lot of negative energy. They were in there, man. And there's multiple, right? Yeah. Do you ever look into it to get like a body count or anything on how many think kids went? No, that's what's that's why um, he never went to jail for life. Yeah, you just well, got, they got him on something else. Yeah, just one uh, case of child molestation. There. He went uh, to jail for like ten years, maybe five uh, years. When he came back, did he return to that built like yeah. building? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Did yeah. he own it or just? He owned it. Yeah. Okay. Weird. Shit. Yeah. So. Okay, so we got Kevin. Was there any other stories with Kevin, or? Um, he would just bust our balls all the time. So how he so? He didn't like us, yeah. How how so would he bust balls? Cut he off act, electricity. He or would something? act like he knew. He would act like he knew what was going on in that place, and that he, we, sh- we shouldn't be there. The the real guy before he died or after? Um, Kevin, the real guy. Yeah. Well, afterwards, yeah, he didn't want us there, but he would like act like, oh, this is what we do here. This is where we do it. He needs to make money to make the building, you know, survive. He, yeah. yeah so he, these people shouldn't be here. These, these teenagers. And he likes Van Halen. He doesn't like it. Yeah, metal, exactly. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Part, part of that. He's he scary. Didn't want us there, yeah. He's the scary Barry that doesn't molest kids. Yeah. 
so. <laughs> but so Kevin, yeah, Kevin. And then, so what's going on with that building right now? It's just kind of one. They let one it's, guy there. It's closed up. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if they let the one guy in there. It's a the ceilings caving in. I remember that yeah. building was debauchery. When we used yeah. to go there, man. Like it, it was. It was condemned. It was never like, meant for anybody to like be in it. It used to be a factory. Is that what it was? They say the Ocean Spray Factory. Yeah. Okay. I remember people, there was a train behind it. Yeah, people, a train, yeah. people used to throw instrument, like drum sets and shit out the window and get hit by trains. Yeah. Weird, weird, weird the stuff. The place will make you do some messed up stuff. You know, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, I was in there a couple times, and you do get that weird, I always get weird vibes whenever I'm in, like, big studio things, yeah. because you know weird shit's going down, whether, if it's not murder and rape and shit, um, which I think rape... I think rape would leave negative energy too. Even though nobody dies, the yeah. impact of like pieces of people die. It's like it's it's like one on one on how to create like demons and stuff. But rape, like date rape and child murder and sacrifice. Well, I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be curious to see if there was something there before that building. Mm. Might have been what what had been there. If that's a natural, let's say a natural vortex or PowerPoint or was there something. I don't know, 100 years ago in that that spot or something that uh, really could have, because it sounds like there's enough that went on there to create its own um, negative energy spot, its own draw. But to the extent that's what's going on there, it also sounds like there may have been something there pulling all this in. So you could walk through the door, and if you spent a long enough time there, you started to get a little twisted too. Yes. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. You, you got you got to figure you have all these. <laughs> yeah. you, out of all these bands, at least half of them have probably tried to do seances in their yeah. studio for like yeah. better music. You know what I mean? So like, I'll tell you that. we'll get to that. All right, cool. cool. <laughs> uh, what well, I'd say if they if they tear that building down and build something else, they want to build condos. It's going to be there. Oh, those condos are going to have problems. Uh, yeah. You, you don't get rid of it by tearing a building down. Right. Well, the area, the area, if every. Like even my house, every every spot of it's an Indian burial, burial ground. There's no way you cannot have like a, a place on a burial ground. Pretty much, yeah. Area. yeah. Yeah, there's a mental hospital a street away from yeah. us. Probably not even a full street that mm-hmm. we're going to talk about in later episodes. That we actually shot some footage of that we'll put up a lot into a, into a video segment on the old YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think in that whole area, you know. A lot of weird stuffs happen there, and like we said before, you know, Massachusetts is like one of the most haunted places because of old America. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Well, if you got the mental hospital, and you, then you've got this place at different times, they're feeding off each other. The tra- I believe the that. trauma in the hospital and all the problems there, the trauma in this building, they're reinforcing. Yeah, they probably buried patients there and stuff too. Well, that was my take on yeah. it. Because uh, that's what when I when we came out of there, I, that that was the feel I got out of there. Is like you know you got, you've got patients that are crazy that are difficult, for you know the the, the, the what do you call them um, orderlies that were there dealing with them. So they rather just beat them. To so them, they yeah. beat them yeah. to get them to cooperate, and then every now and then one, one might die. Mm-hmm. But there's no family. So what are they going to do? Are they going to report that they murdered somebody? No, they're going to bury him somewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, So I think that's where a lot of the hauntings came from that. And it was a TB hospital, too. So it's got... There's like a, that, that, there's yeah. like a children's ward part to it. It was There was like a lot... Of, it's weird. Um, yeah, that's a really weird place. We'll we'll save that for the other episode. But yeah, like I said, that's like a, like a street away from this place. Um... And uh, so Kev, well, Kevin's out of the mix. 
Kevin's got one more. Okay, we got one more Kevin. <laughs> Kevin's so, appreciating all this mention. So my friend, he's in another band. Yeah. Um, right after Kevin died, um, he was like making fun of him. Oh like, no! This this guy did this guy. He killed himself. Blah, blah, blah. He used to do this and do that. And he was walking under one of those lights that hung up by chains. Yeah. And the light <laughs> detached on one chain and came and the, oh, the ball just smashed in his face. Oh, shit. And then uh, maybe like a week later or a month later. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I was just walking and talking about Kevin. And then, and then it did it again. Yeah. It did it twice? Yeah. It did it when he was talking about it. And, and then talking still, about talking about yeah, it? Yeah. Shit. You got to be careful, man. There's, especially when you're in those places. Like yeah. all bets are off. And then the first thing, here's a story that carries on. Okay. Um, the first thing that I personally ever had happen. Mm-hmm. So the rest of my band, I was in, <laughs> my um, my uh, guitarist cousin would hang out with us. And uh, the rest of the band, except for me and him, would like, they went to have lunch or something like that. Or go somewhere. Drive somebody home, maybe. Smoking and, uh, the car. No, smoke they never a did, ball in no, the car. They, they never did that. Well, well actually, like that the, place, you don't have to leave the ghost. Oh, no, yeah. You just okay, smoke in the lobby. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they left, and I was in there with him, and he's, like, taunting ghosts. Yeah. And I'm like... Yeah. He wrote, like, he took a marker, he wrote, ghosts are welcome about the door. Like, I'm like, why, why am I doing this? Mocking him, yeah. And then, uh, this is a story that carries on. Mm-hmm. He did that. He turns around. You hear a little kid, little, two little kids out in the hallway giggling. Ooh. And then they run, and they run past the door, kick it. The door swings open, the latch catches him in the ear, he starts bleeding profusely. Yeah. Like a lot of blood. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, ah. yeah. So he's like, ah. And I'm like, let's go wash it in the bathroom. So we walked out of that bathroom where I was telling you about with the pigtail girl and stuff. Yeah. We were running in the bathroom, and right, we're like five feet away from the faucet, and it turned on. Almost like, oops, sorry, he came to water. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. You know, I know. I always know not to taunt them. You know. Did I ever tell you about Chase's radio station being haunted? No. I'll, I'll tell you. I, we'll, I don't think we'll ever do an episode on that, so I'll tell it real quick. Okay. Like one of the last times I was in the studio with them, I remember I was sitting in, like the, the by by where like you get interviewed and stuff, and it's always locked up. And I remember these like. These girls like walked by the window. They were like college kids. They walked by, and then they walked by again. And the second time, like I got up, because I'm like, how are they even in here? Mm-hmm. And there was like no sign of them. But the creepiest thing um, was I was looking. You, you've been there. Mm-hmm. There's like there's a studio. There's a hallway. Then there's another studio. But I remember I was standing by that big window looking, and in the reflection behind me, there was a chair turning, spinning. Oh, and I turned around and looked at the chair, and it wasn't moving. And then when I looked back in the reflection of it, it was spinning again. Mm-hmm. And that was fucking weird. Uh, I told Chase, but he, Chase doesn't get affected. No, he's blocked off. He blocks yeah, off. He, he blocks everything <laughs> off. But, yeah. The, uh, shit. The, so, did you want to add anything or any questions about the, the, the Kevin before we move on? Uh... No, I think I, that's pretty much a place where um, they should clear the land, put a fence around it, and keep people out. Yep. So the thing was, like, when, when his friend wrote the, the ghost welcome above the door, definitely mocking. Yeah, that, that's definitely, definitely mocking. And I, I had a situation once where somebody um, 
mocked something and uh, an object, a solid object, split down the middle and broke. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was it was like, uh, okay. Right. And I basically told that person, you don't mock the dead. And they apologized. <laughs> I would say, so, yeah. so, did that kid apologize? Yeah. Or, yeah, oh. I forgot he's a band dude. But I, I, can, <laughs> I, can, I can understand why they would show up. And when something goes wrong, I mean, it's it was almost like, well, here... Here's the water. There's the lesson. Sorry. Yeah, That's yeah. That's the thing. Even, no, do it again. Uh, now, even something as playful as ghost welcomes, which yeah. you wouldn't expect to be, you know, it's they still know they know. Yeah, they, they know, know we're welcome. They're like, you're in our house. Like, who do you think you are welcoming us? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the thing. It goes back to the Ouija thing in the ch- in the children's section. I think it's just so uh-huh. it's everything's kind of made to be taken lightly when uh-huh. you shouldn't take it as lightly. Type deal. Well, the other problem with the thing in the children's section mm-hmm. is that children are really, they're born, and for a lot of years, they're open. Yeah. They don't start closing down till later on. Right. So you have the open child, and then you give them a Ouija board? Possibilities, uh-huh. yeah. To they open, the, to open the door? Yeah. I, think, I really think they do no, know what they're doing. No, 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 no. That, that, that is not right. <laughs> no. That's what they say. They said children and Goddamn, like Parker elderly. Parker Brothers. <laughs> Parker Brothers. Yeah. There's probably some, yeah, well, they should research that. <clears throat> those children companies why you you know get into that to begin with they probably like your buddy yeah your non-buddy so did you meet the dude that was a pedophile did you ever interact with him or I never saw was him was he gone before your day no he was in there he was operating in rooms mm-hmm. that you couldn't get to really yeah he had like two offices um, the one office you could see like hookers in the window I've seen hookers well like real like yeah. like the dead hookers or real hookers Real, hook, real hookers before dead, but performing. But, but then you'd see them afterwards too. Fook, shit. Yeah, like that one never made it out. Oh no! You'd see their uh, well. One time, yeah. my bassist again saw well, my bassist and my guitarist saw a pair of spandex pants with like fuzzy boots walk through the door. Just pants. Wow. Yeah, the same door that they saw Kevin walk through. You would just be like, they're not, gonna, they're not gonna live, and like it was just so connected that the cops couldn't do anything about it. Hmm. Yeah, they, the cops. Well, they don't care about hookers. Yeah. Uh, why did the guy have money? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he's had that building for a while. Yeah. He probably owned other buildings too. Yeah. What do I want to get in next? I'll tell a story about because with me, mm-hmm. they maybe I I feel like they consider me one of their own, so mm-hmm. they don't mess with me as much. You were followed home or something, right? Yeah, by those okay. kids. Yeah. Um, I'll get to get to that in a second, but. Okay. First, I'll set up the attic. The okay. attic. It's so many stories that, like, you, have you been in it? The attic, yes. Is it like blacked out or? It's uh, yeah. There's some. There's a whole room with no light. Okay. Um. Uh. So my brother, they were in the black metal band. This is the, the kid who tried to kill himself. Is was in the band. Okay. And they they gave them the attic room, and they set it up with all these Halloween decorations and pentagrams written on the wall. I love that stuff. It goes yeah. hand in hand. You know, yeah. With that style. And, and they just feed off that. You know, they, yeah. that's what they want. Um, and they, my brother wasn't. My brother knows it was goofy to like be Satan, Satan, Satan. He right. just wanted to be in a band. Right. And uh, the guitarist was. He got referred to as a wizard, as a dark wizard. Hmm. He would always try to like do seances, and yeah. he would inseminate the room, and he would burn candles, and he would just like do all that stuff. So, and then the singer was really into it too, but I don't think he was fully into it. But I think he got possessed. Yeah, because he he like uh, well, I'll get to that. Damn it. 
Um, <laughs> so, okay. So, my brother was up there one day, and they would just, like, just go up there and party and whatnot, you know, mm-hmm. do a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And he was up there with his friend Mel, who didn't really party. I just had a name. She, her, this is a different name. I changed the name. Yeah, Dave changed it. Um, he was up there. She didn't, but she was just sitting on the couch. Mm-hmm. So, my brother was, like, standing up, and he turned to her, and the the uh, tom, the, the floor tom, the drum, yeah. the big one, yep. just picked up. And launched at my right, brother, right. yeah. The part you kick, right? The boom, boom, boom? Or the part the you hit with the... Yeah, that's the base. The floor, yeah. Top, yeah, it's with the legs on it. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you now. So that lifted up and threw at my brother. And she wasn't in- inebriated at all. Yeah. And she was like, I gotta get out of here. Right. My brother's like, what? What was that? You know, like, <laughs> like that. Um, giving them the attic was the worst decision that... But like, yeah... The guy running the place would definitely, he'd joke around with that, and he'd be more disrespectful than us about that type of stuff. Really? Yeah. So he... He didn't believe it. In the, so. in the, in the hauntings and stuff? Yeah. And half of them were probably things he put there. This is this is the different. This oh, is the okay. guy. I want to assume he didn't have anything to do with all the bad stuff. Right. He just kind of, like, ran the store. Yeah. And operated after the guy died and stuff. Um... But yeah, he just put them up there. Like, nobody was up there for years. Now, the band member guy that tried to kill himself, was that before he went into that room or after? After. Okay. So you um, think the negative energy kind of did something yeah, to it? Yeah, it possessed him. Was he a singer? Yeah. Because I figured they would take whatever the goat, whatever the spirit would, would yeah. latch onto the front man, mm-hmm. thinking he's the most powerful source, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're also looking at, in many cultures, uh, the chick, and this goes Aboriginal and other... Uh, whether established ones, music and sound is, is used during ceremony. Mm-hmm. And it's a vibration. Einstein talks about everything is vibration, matter just vibration slowed down. You take that and the other, the other idea that a name has power. If you look in, the old, uh, in old cultures, you go way back, the name of a divinity may not even be mentioned because the name itself has the power. Mm-hmm. So if you start combining um, rituals that people may do, music and vibration, intense energy, yelling out the name, yeah. <laughs> right, in a place where all of this stuff has been going on, mm-hmm. oh, you have just created one nasty place. You yeah. want that where stuff is going to happen. I'd love to get in here now. <laughs> Walk around yeah, with you guys. Uh. So what else do I want to tell before I get to the big part? <laughs> the um, so it was the the blacked out room. Okay, so um, this is going to. Do you get into the guy's death at all? The pedophile's death. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> I had a question about that. Okay. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. So one I one night when I didn't even have a room there, it was like in, in between a space where I didn't have a band. My brother's band was still in the attic. Um. No, was the attic just like one space, or is there multiple rooms? It's like or? a whole. I know you said there's a lot of rooms inside it's rooms. It's like a block, yeah. Do they only have one band up there, though, or is it multiple bands? One band, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so, I, I was brought in to hang out. My brother's like, you want to come? They're doing this investigation here. Yeah. And it was Orion from Massachusetts, so the Tats from Massachusetts. Yeah. You know, Tats from Ghost Hunter. Oh, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um, coming they, back. They were, they were doing a pre, um, pre-investigation. Mm-hmm. And, um... So my brother's like, you want to come check this out? It's going to be a hoot, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, he, he <laughs> sees stuff, and he, he's seen way more than me. Okay. Because like, he can see it with his eyes. Yeah. And hear it. With, I have my uh, 
my blind eye or my mind's eye or whatever. Yeah. And um, the third eye. Yeah, but he's like he's like a skeptical believer. Okay. Like he'd be like, "Dave, this just happened to me," <laughs> like so nonchalantly, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Any examples? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I told this story on my YouTube channel. Yeah. And I said it was based on true facts. <laughs> um, one night he's in his he's in his condo, and uh, he's um sleeping. I'll yeah. get I'll do this, the one that happened first. Okay. He's sleeping, and his wife's got long black hair. And he was sleeping, and uh, he wakes up, and then he looks over, and he sees, like, a, a girl with long black hair that looked like his wife. He thought his wife was beside the bed for some reason. Mm-hmm. So he's like, ah, you know, blah, yeah. um, And uh, he's like, yada, yada. And then uh, he hears snoring next to him, and it's his wife. Mm. So he looks back, and the, the uh, girl with the long hair is like, shh. Oh, shit. And then she faded. And then, I always associate with this key they got at like a at a, at a charity shop in, mm-hmm. in Salem. It's like a skeleton key. Right. Um, they got that, and then uh, my brother couldn't sleep one night. Is it going okay? Oh yeah. He oh, couldn't yeah. he couldn't sleep like one night, so he went downstairs in the condo to sleep on the couch, and he's sitting on it like sleeping like this. Mm. And they have a sliding glass door in the back kitchen. Like, yeah. Over there, so he hears a rattling. At the doorknob, and he wakes up, and then he hears it slide open, and he looks over, and there's probably like a six and a half foot shadow figure Eesh. opening the door and closing it. And when it saw that he saw, when the shadow saw that he saw it, yeah, it darted forward, splitting it two, turned into a a little um, little black girl with like braids with a face chewed up, oh, and a little like white boy, like a little white child with a uh, just a little kid. Dead looking or just regular? Dead looking, yeah. Okay. yeah. So, so um, he's like, who are you? <laughs> he couldn't move. He's like frozen. You know, I get frozen in fear. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, he there. couldn't move. And then they go, we're Pastor Dan's kids. Ooh. And then they passed away. They, they faded away. They, pass, they already passed away, but Yikes. they faded. And my brother can tell me that story just like he's telling me about what he had for breakfast. It was in his house? Yeah, in his condo. He still lives there? Yeah. Has he seen him again? No. D- is there any... Relevance to Pastor Dan, you know? I, I just associated it with the key that they got in Salem. That yes, should be the so. next band name. Pastor, Pastor Dan's, Dan's band. <laughs> um, so he could, yeah, so he's in, he's up in the attic. Yeah. And he's like, you want to come? It's going to be a hoot. Yeah. Like, he just, he's like, like I say, he's like a, a skeptical believer. Yeah. Like, he just doesn't, he doesn't, it. I'm like, dude, this is, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, okay. Deal with it however you want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you want to come to this investigation? These guys are coming. So it was Orion, the, uh, Massachusetts branch of TAPS. And they, it was a pre-investigation to, to see if the place actually had stuff going on. Because they want to go there, yeah. Yeah, so they're like, he's like, come on down. I'm like, all right. So I'm kind of like, because I'm a historian of the place by now. And so I'm giving like, I'm leaving the psychics alone. I kind of almost mentioned something to them once, but you don't want to tell them anything. Right. So they can like, so that it doesn't seem like they're so the, making stuff Ray up. talked about that in the first episode, yeah. Yeah. So you can prove to them that you know what you're doing instead of them, you know. Yeah. Yeah making stuff up um so I'm like yeah, yeah and uh there's a room mm-hmm. it was Gary's shit it was get. it was that guy's second office Gary Sinise yeah. Gary Sinise's second office I remember yeah. that yeah so it was Gary Sinise's <laughs> second office and uh Gary Sinise is gonna see you 
It's okay. <laughs> so it was it was nailed shut. Yeah. Nailed shut. Yikes. In case of death, kind of like nailed nailed his door shut in case of death. Shit. So the owner, well, not the owner, the guy who ran the shop who took the place over, mm-hmm. decided it'd be a good idea. There's an investigation going on, so let's take a nail. Like let's take the nails out. So it takes the nails out, and inside this room is a tanning bed. There is a mirror mm. with pictures of children, like Polaroids. Oh. There is pictures of new kids on the block in the mirror. We'll let that one pass. There's a pink roller skate. There is a glass dildo mm. with a chip in it about yay round. Yikes. Like like it can't fit in anything. Like Like a two liter. Like a two liter, yeah. yeah. And we're just like, what the fuck is this room? You know? Mm. And the, the guy who's running the place is like, yeah, this is good. Room, you know, yada, yada. So in the time that we would go, we went, this is upstairs. We went downstairs. The roller skate was taking off outside, out of the room, slowly. Yikes. Rolling down. Um, before they even got there, we were, um, we were up in the attic room. And they're like, you want to go into the lounge area? I'm like, there's a lounge area up here? He's like, yeah, it's through this board. Because they would go through the board and they'd be left alone. It was like a little room. Yeah. With like a security monitor in it. Like, you don't know what. Yikes. You just think about stuff that happened in this building. Um, so even before they got there, we went through the board into this big black room. You don't know what's going on there. Nobody's ever seen anything in this room. It's so black and dark. You have to look at a little light that's mm. always turned on in the other room. And this room feels like there's about a thousand arms and hands pulling you into the floor. Yikes. It's probably the darkest feeling I've ever felt in my entire life. Like, it wants to put you into the wood of this building. Where they are. Yeah. And then we get to the other room, and that, that went away. That heaviness went away. Huh. Um, so we get to the other room, and uh, my brother's like, so are you gonna, like, do any tricks? Like, like I'm like, I'm like a performing, like, monkey. Yeah. And then uh, we're looking at the, the um, security monitor that has no sound. It's black and white. And I'm like, all right. So if anybody's here, scream. So then a scream came out of the monitor. And wow. he was like, oh. I'm like, yeah, yeah you asked me to do it. Because <laughs> yeah. if I go into a haunted place, it's going to it's gonna be like, Attract. hello. You know? Right, right. Uh, and he knows that. <laughs> so then they got there, and uh, we opened that door, and the roller skate. And you, hear, you would hear glass shattering, but no glass would be broken. Was that dildo getting chipped? Yeah. <laughs> um, pretty dark story. <laughs> yeah, I, that, dark, that dark room, you think that's where every, the, all, all, like, the attacks and killings went down? I don't know. I don't know. It, could, it went down everywhere. I, oh, what I well, the pulling, like, the pulling, that oh, killing. Oh, the pulling, yeah. The, that yeah. had to have been the room. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was, I'm wondering why there's like, a monitor in a whole little hidden room. Ray, have you ever heard of anything like that? Not to cut you off, Dave. About the, the pulling, like the real, like a, an energy pull, a pulling where you just feel dragged down by something? Um, Experience that once, but in a positive way. Okay. It was pulling down or uh, pulling up or? Uh, no, I done a, I was doing a meditation and this mm-hmm. was early on and I asked my grandmother, which is what I call my spirit god guide because that's how she presents to me. Okay. And I was very early on, and I was very cocky. So I said, show me this, show me that, show yeah, me this, yeah, show yeah. me that. So we went to this dark place, and I saw something which scared me 
caused me to scream. Really? I felt an... No, I'm alone. Yeah. Locked in the apartment I'm living in. I felt a hand grab my arm and pull me back Hmm. because I felt like I was going to fall in. And I woke up. I apologized. Right, right, right. (laughs) Got up. I was shook. Went into the bathroom. Washed my face and stuff like that. Thinking, oh my God. Then I look up. And I look at my arm. There's a handprint on my arm. Yeah. Where it had been grabbed. And my... The way I was thinking about it is, you just wanted to make sure I knew this was real. Right. <laughs> exactly. You left a bruise where you grabbed me in the shape of your hand. I'll take it serious now. Okay, I'm not the know-it-all. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But that was a pull. Yeah. Right from one world to the other, it was a pull. Can it happen the other way like you you felt? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Back into it. Okay. So I'm going to go off on a side story right now. When my... Well, 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 Okay. No, it's the same story. All it, right, well, right, it, cool. it has to do with what's going to happen next. Okay. So my same friends who were up in the attic, were, mm-hmm. you know, taking pictures of like the family and stuff. They did one in the basement. Now, this basement has, you know, you ever watched Family Matters? Yeah. Oh yeah. You know Urkel's car? Yeah, the small car with the door in the front. In the front, yeah. There was one of those down there. Ah. Yeah, and the, and the, so they were like taking pictures down there, and they saw they took. The picture and saw three lighted up triangles. Eesh. Three lighted up triangles is the Trinity, in reverse. It's awesome. mocking the Trinity, so oh, it's really? demons. Yeah. And it's it that it, that area is actually a part of the triangle, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah. The Bridgewater Triangle. But if you, yeah, if you take a picture and you see triangles. Yeah. So imagine the heaven, you know, the Holy Ghost. Because if we have three triangles together, yeah. we create a pentagram, right? If they're la- so. if they're laid yeah. out the right way, type deal. Ray, so. what do you think? Mm. No, no. I th- right. The mocking, I agree with. Yeah, I've yeah. okay. heard of that. Yeah, because if you hear three knocks, three knocks means something. Yeah, three really? anything in threes. Really, six, six, six. You know, <laughs> the, the Holy Ghost and those other ones. So the know. triangle thing. What was that? Mm-hmm. Say that again about the triangle. So he took a picture. Yeah, and he saw three triangles. Yeah, uh, a demon can split itself into into multiple pieces. Yeah, depending on what demon it is. So if you see three triangles, it means a demon. Hmm. So. So then, after we were up and opening the door that was nailed shut, we I went down to the basement with the investigation team, and I felt I was telling them a little too much, and they were getting like kind of like whoa 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 back it up, <laughs> yeah, because uh, I kind of went and this is where you would kill them, and uh, like and well, what kill so I'm like all right I'm gonna go upstairs, <laughs> so the light yeah. the light was on in the basement, and then I walked upstairs and then I hear ah ah who did that. And they all come running up. And they look at me and they're like, did you shut the light off? I'm like, well, why would I do that? No. And they're like, and there was this one, one psychic girl was like freaking out. Mm. I guess I left, the light shut off, and then she felt this presence right here that like, would like, I think it touched her on the head, and then it split itself Mm. into three and whispered in the area and tapped on the other side. So that was like the three triangles. Weird. After that, I saw another security camera that was in the actual security office. Black and white. I saw red in it. Hmm. And then... This was before Sin City, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I forgot to throw it They didn't know their special effects <laughs> yeah. yet. Um, so, and at that moment, too, like, I'm sitting there, I'm, like, feeling really heavy. Mm-hmm. And, like, the other psychic goes, you look heavy. I'm like, yeah, you know, you know what's up. And then I felt two little hands... 
grab onto my hands mm. and like hold on like we're gonna go with you <laughs> yikes and um and then I, I left after that and uh they said the after after I left they went back upstairs with the whole with my brother's whole band and the guy who they call the black wizard mm. the guy who would do all the set like the rituals and stuff put on like his big huge show and they freaked out and ran out and then they called the the guy running the place and they said one of the band members something bad's gonna happen he's gonna fall and the ceiling's gonna cave in so you might want to get everybody out of there this is one of the psychic said hmm. so yeah the ceiling did cave in yeah nobody's mm. ever allowed in the attic and then they moved to the building over the 24 hour building and the lead singer of the band his girlfriend broke up with him so he drank an entire bottle of vodka he went up onto, um, say there's, there's a band room, and then there's like a, a, a stage up here Yeah. where there was a bed. So he went up there, drank a whole bottle of vodka, sliced himself all the way up with arms with a razor. Locked himself in the room. The fire department busted the, the doors down. He jumped off this plat, this this big, huge, like, I don't know what kind of, all I can think of is like, there's like a Goldie Hawn movie where there's a bed like this above, plumb like a thing, you have to take a ladder up. Um, he jumps off that yeah. and starts, like, ninja fighting the, the fire department and the cops and all that. Yeah. Like, after having all this blood, like, dis- so he fell. Mm. Um, so that, that's that story. But, but the little hands... Did he live? He lived, yeah. Okay. But then he, he tried to, he tried to do it again, and my brother saved him the second time. Well, that's good. Yeah. But now he's not, now they're not really friends anymore, I don't think. You'd think that would make you closer. No, he wanted to t- he wanted to die. Oh, he still wanted to Yeah, so that's like okay. the worst thing you can do to somebody who wants to. I guess so. Sometimes um, you have that clarity enough to... Yeah. So going back to the little hands, mm-hmm. um, I started hearing... I was in my bedroom one night, and uh, I heard the giggling in the kitchen. Mm. Like I heard it that day when the latch cut it up my friend's ear. Yeah. I heard the giggling in the kitchen, and then I'm like... And then I hear someone kick my door. But the door was locked, so it couldn't yeah. kick open. So I think those door kickers, I'll call them the door kickers, followed me home. You think they stayed there? No. My my aunt did something to supposedly get rid of all the bad spirits in my house. Do you remember when I was over your house and I kept hearing that bell? And yeah. Nobody could hear it. That was weird. I heard this ding, yeah. ding, And I was looking through his whole house. Nobody else could hear it. Ding, Yeah. Creepy, yeah. That was after. Yeah. That was when we were that was when we were working on um, Victoria. Was okay. it Victoria? Yeah. Victoria was a dark movie to do because yeah. of the Satan Satan shit in it. Like I won't it, even take that skull into my house. Yeah, like and I yeah. I don't do I don't do I don't do like I never put Satan in my movies and stuff, but for that film it just worked. But like a whole lot of weird <laughs> things. My family they had an issue with the with the carbon monoxide thing yeah. and they almost died of carbon my whole family almost died of carbon monoxide poisoning. Then there was like another like I forget a fire. something out the fire. Yeah, yeah my, my my dad's leg got burnt like yeah. like by a cigarette, like a bunch of weird things. I think we I felt like we were attacked because I believe in that, and I feel like we were yeah. attacked for making that movie. Um, well, what happened? I think that was even the last film we did with certain people. Well, yeah, when we were driving home. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh yeah, yeah. That was, was uh, from that. Someone on set was acting completely. Like, oh, the, somebody lost their mind on, yeah, set. on set. Someone yeah. who's usually calm as a cucumber yeah. lost totally their mind and like wanted to beat me up. It was weird. Yeah. And then we were driving home. And then we were driving home, yeah. We were, out, we were driving home, and we drove by this... Th- we were driving down the road. It was dark. Cardinal Cushing. Cardinal Cushing. And I remember seeing uh, this thing, and I was like... Dave, I said, you see that to Dave? 
And Dave goes, yeah. And I go, what'd you see? And the way he, he described the same exact thing I seen, which was a tall guy. In his story, I think it was floating. He was going... Yeah, he was go like yeah. he, he he had his arms out in this weird position that we both seen. He was wearing a top, top hat, a top hat, man. and he was wearing a suit. And yeah. the only thing that was different from the story is I thought he was fifteen feet tall, yeah. and Dave thought he was floating. That was the only different thing in it. But like it, the, the hand movements he was doing was yeah, the same. I, it was like, so like, creepy. Show me what, what he was doing. Now, like. I rolled the fucking windows up in the car <laughs> at that point. And I was like, all right, nah. There's also the thing that when any time whether it be something like a Ouija board, you communicate in any, any way. Yeah. And this can happen now. I mean, you, you have abilities. I believe you do. Unrecognized. I think I do, too. Well, I recognize them a little bit. You saw it with your eyes. I saw it right here. Yeah. 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 Uh, both ways. But we're talking about all of this. And that mental energy makes a link to it. Mm-hmm. So the curious thing to me will be what may happen. Yeah. After this, now mm-hmm. I know for myself that once I get home, I'm going to do a ritual and make sure nothing attached to me or hangs around. Do that for all of us. I, <laughs> <laughs> I should have brought that here, yeah. uh, but because I know that, particularly if, if you have abilities and the strong they are, yeah. things are drawn to you. Yeah, and even just talking about them, mm-hmm. and experiences and stuff, it'll go out there. Those things have the potential, not always, but but the potential to latch on uh, pay you a visit so right so i always always i don't doesn't matter what i'm doing a conversation like this i always clear it all out afterwards make sure i, I clear it stop it fresh start Mm-mm, not me <laughs> makes sense we should do that and then after yeah. that we went home to my house and you heard the bells yeah that was weird yeah that was a real weird thing mm. and mike and i had psychics come over and investigate my house, pre-investigation. Mm-hmm. And they said every single room in my house is haunted, even the garage, and the backyard and the basement. And there's a portal in my closet. Hmm. Yeah. And I always say, I'm like a human portal. I'm like yeah. a human yeah. Ouija board, yeah. 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 People can be. Um, mm-hmm. Seances can be. You open portals every time you communicate, and every mm-hmm. time. Besides any that might exist natu- naturally, so to speak. Yeah. So in, in that in the basement or in the attic rather, when they open up that door, do you think that released those those like the the kids goes type deal? What do you think on that? You, like my well, they're the, always wanted. Uh, the real question yeah. that I get, didn't you know articulate good right there was: Do you think that in a situation like that, just that door being locked up would keep those spirits in that room Sorry, without without being able to roam that whole place? You think? And then like so then you know. I don't want to say lack of not enough power to kind of break out by themselves. I wouldn't want to say that, but like yeah. something along the lines of that where it has to be released, or do you think that it's just, it could leave, but maybe it is, because it still has a mind, I assume, right? The kids could leave because they came through me. But that yeah. was after they opened the door. Yeah. So like before the kids that, something was before, happen, yeah. before they pried that door open, do you think that, they, that those nails kept them in that room? I'd say cert- certain ones, not all of them, yeah. Which ones do you think were the kids you think could have roamed? No, they well they're the ones who kicked the door, so they were already loose years before. Okay. Um. Just de- just definitely like certain ones. Probably feeling it to some significance through the nails. Mm-hmm. Um. Definitely. Probably, they're the ones that probably made the ceiling cave in and stuff. Because I would assume yeah. from like the fact that 
after even like if that dude killed them, yeah. he would still have power over them in the mind because yeah, like they're, because they're of slaves. how yeah, they're yeah because how it went yeah. down type yeah. deal. Um, so when when he locked when he nailed that door shut, it was almost like they could you know they had to step back and say okay yeah. you know this is it. But then when the door was reopened, you know what I mean? Yeah, but you more, said added more to the but you chaos. said yeah, but you said you guys there, there was dealings with what you thought were the kids before the door opened, right? Yeah. Okay. And then, the, like, the, the, the roller skate coming out. I just kept rolling down the hallway. Whatever happened, is that all that stuff just get pushed back into the room in there? Or I is left. It all, like, I still, I'm so all sure that stuff's there. probably yeah. still there. Probably. Yeah, it's crazy. Unless, like, somebody came to remove evidence. Wish they didn't. Mm-hmm. I'd love to get in that building. No, I was just thinking about when you're talking, talking about the door. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about also, often evil has to be invited hmm. or needs a pathway or a door in. I, it, that goes right to the legend of vampires. It can't come in the house unless it's right. invited. invited yeah. it's, it's based very much on that. Okay. If you don't open the portal, if you don't take the door down, if you don't do something mm-hmm. to let it in, to signify you're inviting it, whether it's symbolic or an actual incantation, then quite often it has a problem to manifest and come through. Just symbolically, just opening that door mm-hmm. could be enough. I wonder if that guy, that like that bad dude doing those things, was involved in occult type things. I like to think he had so much money that, he, that anybody with money, I always assume is like a Satan worship. Right? Yeah, that's how they well, got their the money. Sa- it is the Satanist way yeah. of thinking, you know, mm-hmm. of just, you know, kind of the greed thing. Um yeah, and having that, three psychic batteries mm-hmm. in one building at one night. Well, I think that played into <laughs> the fact that that, that that room collapsed yeah. because of that energy in yeah. there. Because like they, were, I think they were they were stuck in that room and they so much wanted to make you know contact with other people that are there to channel things that they, I think that's what happened. Yeah. That. Now, did that dude die in that building? The uh, the owner, like the, so. the pedophile. Do you know whatever happened to him? He's dead, I think he right? Died in the hospital, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you think you think he got pulled back in? Uh-huh. They want him. They want him. That's the thing, man. I wonder what that's like. I mean, I wonder what. I wonder what. In, in an afterlife spiritual realm, I wonder how that would. I wonder how that would like unfold. I wonder what that's like. You know what I mean? Hell, are you just all? In, hell yeah! But like, are you all even just in a room with these spirits, or are they are they hurting you, or you know what I mean? Like, what do you think? What do you think? Like, that's like any idea, any opinion? I can just imagine they're like just. He gets just tortured to death every day. Like a like a like a legitimate torture. Yeah. Like a hell hell. A hell hell on hell. We're in hell. Because I well, <laughs> I'd kind of I well, I'd consider it like a middle yeah. ground almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a purgatory, but not type deal. Yeah. Um, and you, could, yeah. Well, you could all you could also consider. Uh, I happen to like this one here, but mm-hmm. you you could also <laughs> consider that. Okay, he passes. Yeah. He sees. Everything it is and how beautiful it is could can be. Could have been, yeah. Could have been. He maintains that knowledge while he's locked back here in that place, reliving, seeing the people he tortured, knowing that the reason he is not crossed over mm-hmm. is because of it. That torture on a day-to-day basis, having knowledge of what is beyond what we would know because he's mm-hmm. already in spirit, that torture every day, whether it's being tortured by them or reliving them, 
being denied, knowing what's out there. Yeah, that's hell. Yeah, that's what I assume hell to be, kind of like a, a Scrooge, almost in a way where you're you're put in situations where you're a fly in the wall, watching your family and loved ones go through terrible times you wouldn't want anybody to go through. Now that might not even be real. That might be something just in your you know your, your, in your head. But I think that's I think that's what hell is. It's just knowing that you you know you're being right there and not being able to help. You know what I mean? I think that's what hell is, personally. Over and over. Never, it happens never in your ending. dreams, too. Huh? It happens in your... You have dreams about it, too. Yeah. Yeah, I've had weird dreams like mm-hmm. that before. Or you're helpless. I have dreams where I'm in, like, the backseat of a car that's driving and there's no driver. Hmm. Yeah. I you know about dreams, right? Yeah. That means something. What's that mean? <laughs> well, the dreams are also very personal. I, you don't know where your future's going. I think that's what that means. You don't know where you're I have no control of mine. Yeah. It, it's very personal. Um, yeah. I dream a lot. I remember dreams. Yeah. Um, recently, I had one return. It had returned several times. And there's a voice that said, oh, you've had this one before. <laughs> and then the dream ended. Hmm. I had another one where it went on for months. On and on and on. A continuation of the dream. Then I didn't have it for a long while. Then I went back to the same place. But there were little changes. The house was a little different. This was yeah. a little different. That was a little different. And I'm asking myself in a dream, what's going on? And suddenly I find myself standing in a cemetery, and the person I was in the dream, I'm looking at that person's gravestone. Hmm. And a voice says, you don't belong here anymore. And I've never had that dream since. So is that dream another life? Another, Another dimension? I don't know, but there's a lot in those dreams. Yeah. And... Yeah, I'm a big dreamer. Remember them after a certain point. Quite often, don't analyze them, but they're very, very personal. So you have to find. I mean, it's, it's the same thing. Someone may may dream of a. They love the grandparent. They dream of an empty rocker. Right. Well, there's some one person an empty rocker might not have any significance to that person who loved their grandparents. They're missing. Them. They see the emptiness of the rocker. Right. The rocker can mean five different things, five different people. Truth. It's a car traveling. It's, it's going to be up to you to figure that one out. I just think it means that I always I, I have no control over over certain like things. Like destiny type over. thing? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I have one more talk about night terrors. Okay. All right, so I'll get into the night terror story. Um, I, um, when I was around the time, like, uh, Kirk Cobain killed himself mm-hmm. and stuff, I was big into Nirvana. Yeah. I was big into grunge music and all that and stuff. I was right when I was, like, discovering the stuff that would probably bring bad spirits into your life. Like metal and all that. Um, well, I think they're I, also a big fan of Honor. I think that they, they they put off a lot of negative energy, you know, just because what they sang about and yeah. stuff and how sad he was, you know. Mm-hmm. So, he killed himself. I felt betrayed. Mm-hmm. So I wrote a song about it. Um, <laughs> and then I went to sleep. And... I didn't know I was asleep. I thought I was awake. And I had my headphones on, and I was—I had a disc band and all that. Oh, yeah. And I was listening to Nirvana. And uh, the, uh, <clears throat> the CD started spinning really fast, going really fast. Yeah. And then it stopped. And I couldn't, you know, because I'm really asleep, but I think I'm awake. Mm. And I can't get that, I can't get to the headphones. And finally it stopped and started playing backwards, you know. Yeah. That, 
and my arms went down to my side, and I started like having sleep paralysis. Yeah. And then my head was twi- tilted towards the television, and then I heard this really deep voice, and then the little blip on the TV mm. became this, you know, the TV turned on, mm. and there was like this really dark black figure in the TV, like looking at me, and then I finally, I threw myself out of bed, I guess I was yelling and screaming and crying, and I threw myself out of bed, and the disc man was nowhere near me. And I was on the ground at, at that point. And I looked, and the song was right there. Mm. And I ripped it up and threw it away. And then, a, yeah. couple, a few years later, well, like like uh, Ray was saying, like yeah. well, if you talk about something, it happens again. Mm-hmm. So I um, I was telling my friend about it, and it kind of happened again the same way. That was like, I, like at that point, I was able to wake up, you know, because like, I've been there before. So I'm like, oh, no, this is coming. And I was blah, you know, wait. Then in high school, that was junior high. And then in high school, I was in this class. It was like a, a horror class, like sci-fi, creative writing, horror. Mm-hmm. It was awesome, mystery. Another great class I never had. Yeah. I know, right? And uh, one part of the class was about backwards masking, mm-hmm. and that's when you make a me- when you hear messages and songs and stuff, you play it backwards. Okay. So I'm like, I'm gonna make one. So I was messing around on my computer. And I made one, and I played it backwards and said, like, Hail Satan, or something like that. Oh, no. So I spent the day at school next day showing everybody it. Yeah. And then I went to work, and then I played it on the the stereo at work, because I was in the electronics department. Look at this. Check this out. This is cool. Yeah. And then I went home, and I put the cassette in my stereo, and I went to bed. And it started happening again. Arms to the side, head twist TV. So I threw myself out of it. I uh, went to the stereo, and I snapped the tape in half. And then, what's the next one? Years later, like years, I was already graduated for like seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at my other grandmother's house, not the one I live with now. And that's the place I saw like the the cat had died that day, and then it was rubbing up against me that night. Oh, jeez. Um, it's just, I mean, it just happens to me. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was taking a day nap like during the day, and I had it again. I, I couldn't control myself, but this time I was being dragged through gravel hmm. by these hooded figures and they dragged me to the end of this pathway threw me on an altar and the big guy like the big guy with the hood imagine like the burbs you know that one scene this is me this is the future Matt Fisher in your life yeah yeah <laughs> I had a book and he said it is done and he closed the book and I snapped out of it huh yeah. so what do you think that was what was the meaning behind that any idea I don't know. something happened in that dream I think and then when it was done, meant that was like that meant something. Like good done or bad done? <laughs> when are you gonna meet me? Good, it's a good done. It's a good <laughs> yeah, done. Yeah. You're still here talking about it. Yeah. I'd say probably good. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's true. Have you ever in a dream turned around and confronted your dream? Like you have one about driving. Like let's say turn around and look what's in the back seat, for instance, if you're being driven or no, anything of that sort. I never had control over them. I never. Uh, I never go, oh, I would like a cup of tea, and the cup of tea would go. I never, I always just assume I'm awake, like, mm-hmm. when I'm having the dreams. It's just like, yeah, things would appear, things would change, and I just never really knew I could confront them or anything like that, yeah. No, I'm, I'm comparing it like, yes, I agree. When I'm, when I'm in a dream, mm-hmm. it's a reality. It's mm-hmm. like totally, totally uh, real, mm-hmm. indistinguishable from right now. Mm-hmm. But reaching a point in a dream where, like I, I 
I had in the past dreams where I don't know whether you want to call it a devil, a demon, and this creature and stuff was chasing me. And it would reoccur. I would wake up frightened. And I was getting tired of waking up frightened and tired of this thing. That attitude must have transferred into the dream state. Because the next time it was chasing me, I started running and I told myself in the dream, stop. And I turned around to face it. Mm -hmm. I faced it in the dream. The dream never came back. But being able to, when a dream just bothers me, to determine in this state and and concentrate and focus it that I'm going to solve this, I'm going to confront it, Mm. so that it carries over into the dream state, and you solve that issue or you get a revelation. I mean, this thing that I confronted turns out was not there to harm me. (laughs) I, I made a judgment on how it looked, but it wasn't there. It wasn't harmful. Frightening, but not harmful. So it's kind of, it changed me in an outlook on something. Carry over, when you think about the dreams, if you remember them, go back, make the conscious waking decision to go back to that dream and ask or take control of to see what happens. You might be surprised. At some point it will, and you might get a few answers or something. Yeah. So I don't really have that many nightmares. My nightmares are considered dreams now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like... (laughs) Um, so I had a nightmare. No, that's a normal dream for me. Yeah, yeah. For, for other people, it'd be a nightmare. I never die in my dreams. I always come close. I can never. Not, not even like the a wake up death. No. Like I've had dreams where you know, I just, when I, just, like when I die, I, that's when I wake up. I can never be killed. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Can't beat that. Um, I've had dreams of flying, and I know what that means. <laughs> What's that mean? It, it's something. It's like something satanic. Oh really? Yeah. Like oh, you, really? you, like you flying yeah. yourself or in a plane? I can levitate. Okay. And I wake up thinking, I can fly. That's I'm not just, good I'm time. just too heavy in real life. And that's why Dave lost all the weight. <laughs> I know, right? He's trying to fly. Yeah. He's just trying to fly, ladies and gentlemen. I guess I guess it'd be a vulgar display of power. Like, okay. You can't fly. Right, right. But you're flying. And you think you can fly. Yeah, oh. but you can indulge in it in a dream state or another universe. Yeah, I always fly around. But yeah. I, I don't you walk can, anywhere. You can <laughs> indulge in it there. Yeah. You ever change your size? Oh, in the dreams? Yeah. I've done that uh, before. I, I can be a girl or a guy sometimes, or an old person. What about you? Uh, um, what? What was that? Change your size. When Dave said he could be a girl or a guy, but that moved on for a second. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been thinner. I've been a thin oh, yeah. man in dreams. I've been smaller, I think, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember one time I had this dream where I was thinner, and I was so proud of myself because I was doing like reps of pull-ups like a madman, <laughs> which in like reality I can't do like more than three. Um... Yeah. How about you? To confront something in the past in dreams, Mm -hmm. what would happen if something was confronting me, I would turn and then I would focus and I would find myself glowing Mm. so that, you know, here I am several hundred feet tall or whatever and stuff like that and I have power and I then confront what's coming at me. The big change was that one I mentioned where I did confront it. Mm -hmm. I didn't try and fight it and that's how I found out that it's not harmful. Yeah. But, it, yeah, at one time, I would fly, or I would grow, I would adapt in the dreams to the dream, which I really don't do now. Now I just go, okay. Yeah, because you, you can't be hurt. Have you ever had sleep paralysis? No. I had it once when I was camping, mm-hmm. and it, I just couldn't, you know, before I even knew what it was, where you just can't move, and, like, you don't know why you can't move, yeah. Do you want to hear the creepiest one? The I, last, sure, the last I sure one do. I, I sure do. Um, the last one I had was probably 2008. 
and um, I was, I'd say, seeing this girl. Yeah. At the time, we were talking a lot and hanging out and stuff. And uh, I went to bed one night, and it was like I, like I thought I was awake. And um, what happened was I heard these two like deep voices in my room with me, mm. like next to me, like at both sides. And they started like grabbing me and dragging me up the wall, Freddy Krueger style. Hmm. And they were, they were like, yeah. I couldn't hear what they were saying. And I'm like, ah, because like I could feel it, like I was like being lifted up in the air and stuff, and like and dragged up the wall. And then they threw me on my bed, and I thought I woke up, and I sat up and I went. And then one of their arms came down, grabbed me in the chest, and said, "It's not over yet." Uh-oh. And threw me back in, and then I woke up. <laughs> and then I talked to the girl the next day, and she said, I had the weirdest thing happen to me in my dream last night. Oh. This, I had, like, this weird... She had it, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Were you guys <laughs> doing anything together that would bring something like that on? Or yeah. Bad, uh, oh, you're doing some bad shit? Yeah. Just, uh... I guess stuff I'm not proud of. You don't have to go into it if you don't yeah. want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all have things we're yeah. not proud of. I didn't instigate it, though. Well, that's good. At least. Yeah, but it was something that really shouldn't have happened. Did you like? Now you're not a religious man, right? No. Who do you, who for comfort in something like that? What would you go to? Myself. Just yourself. Yeah, I like to. If if, if I accomplish something, if I don't say, I, Dave did this, then it's just I don't ever go. Hey, thank you. You know. <laughs> right, but yeah. like if something was. Well, felt you felt something was more powerful than you. You still wouldn't reach out, you know. Sometimes I pray, like yeah, just speaking to something, you know. Yeah, it's good to. It's good to. It's like venting, kind of. Well, yeah, yeah venting you know the ceiling. I, mean? I think that's really kind of operating, is yeah. <laughs> and to a degree, you know what I mean. That and you know, there's a positivity, like you're just speaking things out, saying Verbalizing, things. Yeah, yeah, saying things are gonna be good. Saying things, you know, this is gonna be great. You know, this is gonna happen, and it's gonna lead to this. I think. The speaking things out into the real world is, you know, kind of like the praying thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I believe in God and stuff. So like, I, I I will from time to time and stuff. You know, how about you, Ray? Uh, yes, uh, maybe a little different than the way some people do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has a lot to do with. Um, I take a lot. I take a look at older representations, mm-hmm. and all, even if I'm looking at scriptures. Like I'm, I'm doing a study, an online study thing right now that actually is looking at scriptures. But what they're doing is they're taking the old language they were written in then, mm-hmm. not you know. It eventually ended up translated into this, and then it changes a little when it went to Greek, and then it changes a little when it went to Latin. And then it cha- I want to. What's the language at that time? What did it mean to that culture then? Because we look at it, what it means to us now. Right. They thought differently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They spoke a single word. Um, there is an old, old translation uh, back when they didn't mention a name. Of a, uh, it's a paleo language, and it's a transna- translation of several different letters that since then has got all these meanings put on it. But it's kind of an old translation for the name of one of the oldest forms of God. The original translation in that old language mm-hmm. means the everything. Yeah, the universe. That comes, yeah. covers that, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Every, and there's, <laughs> there's another one that, that, that occurs later on. Mm-hmm. 
um, in another language, and it is the being. Now we say, and this is where people misunderstand, we say the being, we think of a being, like a person, an individual. In the culture at that time, and in the translation in the language, being was an active. It wasn't inactive. It was an active. So the being is everything. It was, is, and will be, because it simply is. There's no time, no limit. So it goes very back to the, goes back to the everything. Mm. So I look at the old translations, I look at the old messages, as close to the original as, as I can find, to find what that tells me about um, the universe, creation, God, mm. and what that tells me there. Do I believe there is something there greater? Yes, I do. Definitely. I do not have a, I can't justify, unless you want to call it ego, to say that I have the answer. Right. I'll be, I'll be studying and delving for the rest of my time in this form and then mm. see what happens when I... Travel on. Travel on. Yeah. I mean, if evil exists, there has to be... There has to be positive. Form of light, yeah. Right. Apparently. You know what I mean? See? Um, so there's something out there, Dave. <laughs> You're discovering. I have probably seen angels. I've yeah, seen I mean, if, it's true. You know, I think, uh, yeah, there's got to be, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, folks, we're at the hour and a half spot. We need a nice extra half hour for everybody because we got <laughs> David with us today. Um, we'll have David back, of course. You want to plug anything? I know you have a show. Oh, yeah. I'm on YouTube under Dave Maggot. Everybody buy Groundhog. It's out now. Mm-hmm. It has been out for a while, but buy it. Ray, do you want to plug anything? I, I know you had a uh, you were going to a paranormal convention coming up. Uh, I'm going to Paracon in Rhode Island uh, this weekend. I'm going to be attending that, and my Facebook page, Companions of Spirit, uh, which this will be on when it comes out, but also a lot of other things. Yes, and uh, I would say that's it for now. Yeah. And uh, with me, you know, uh, check out the Boombastic Films page, buy movies. Check out this pa- the YouTube page that you'll be listening to this on, too. Um, and there's multiple shows going on. We're going to be putting out some more shows. So, yeah, definitely tune in. And we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.